Hey folks, hey millionaires. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another millionaire midnight rant. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Okay. Yeah, it's 1243 a.m. here in the morning here. And if you're on the podcast, thank you for joining. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast here where I will always deliver very transparent information about what it takes to become very wealthy here. Okay. And I got a great topic for you tonight. I'm going to give you the four rules to become a millionaire. Just four. And if you follow these, okay, um, you're very likely to be very, very rich in 2023. Okay? And these rules are rules that I followed in the beginning of my own personal journey to becoming wealthy here. Smash the like button if you like the view. Look at it. It looks gorgeous, right? And listen, if you're on the podcast, maybe on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, you can always follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, and I will, I go live every night. So if you ever want to hear this live, I'm right here, okay? But I'm going to give you the four rules. And listen, if you follow these rules here, you know, currently I'm worth about $40 million. Can you believe I'm a young black man? From Houston, Texas, grew up on the south side of Houston, the ghetto. And now I'm staying in penthouses, driving luxury cars, traveling around the world. I can buy whatever I want. I can do whatever I want whenever I want to do it. And all that is kind of collectively with these four rules. Now, there are many things I believe that people must do to become rich and wealthy. But I truly believe if you focus on these for the next five years, especially in 2023, um, undoubtedly you will become rich. Okay? So before I get started here, let me give you guys a shout out here. Go ahead and put your names here below here. Hey, Daniela, how are you? Good morning from Norway. Hey, what's going on? Go ahead and comment your names here below. And make sure you take notes. Take notes. Um, I always want to reiterate that because it's very important. And let me tell you why I tell you guys to take notes. Because most people don't. 97% of people, if not more, they never take notes. They never write anything down. You know, most people believe that their brain is able to hold and consume this information. And later you can regurgitate it, remember it, and actually apply it. That is untrue. <laughs> You just don't understand how your brain works. So please write it down here. Hey, Mary, how are you? Arizona, Antonia, Aliyah from Dubai, Felicia, John Paul. Hey, hey. Um, hey, Monica, what's going on? How you feeling? And thank you for um, always tagging people below. You know, it's growing. We are. I mean, this community is, is growing. You know, before you know, we're going to have over millions and millions and millions of people on this live here. And remember, you're one of the originals. So take what you can from it. And if there's anything that you don't agree with, repudiate it. It's fine with me. Uh, I'm not here to change you. I'm not here to convince you to believe me. I'm here just to be the messenger. I'm here to share my philosophy on what it takes to be rich, you know, before 40, right? In your 30s, in your 20s, it's all possible. And I'm here to give you a blueprint to do that, okay? <laughs> Somebody said, bro, get on with it. 
Can you relax? First of all, folks, can I share the rules? This is the rules of the rant. If anybody is negative, if you comment below and you comment some some cynicism or some stupid shit, right? I'm going to block you. I'm going to be honest with you. If you hear a screenshot, that means I'm going to block you probably. If I don't remove you right now, I will remove you later. Listen, this type of um, the environment that I've created here, these rants, um, I am direct and I'm fucking blunt on these rants here, but I created this to have an environment of positivity, of prosperity, so people can win. Because um, it's not that many places where people have like minds. It's very difficult to find those type of places because the people that usually have like minds that are very positive are wealthy people. And many people who are not wealthy, they don't get the opportunity to be a part of these circles here. So I created this online here. To do that. So um, hold your negative comments to yourself. I don't mind debating. That's cool when this um, when it's appropriate. Right. But, you know, we don't we're not going to share anything. No bullshit. You know, don't no, no start with me tonight. I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Is that cool? All right. So here we go. The four rules to become a millionaire. OK. Write this down. The four rules to become a millionaire. First rule is. Never share your dreams to people who aren't able to dream bigger than you, okay? Very important. And I kind of made a mistake in the beginning. I'm going to share with you some of the mistakes I made, you know, in the beginning when I was in my 20s. I didn't make my first million in, until in my early 30s. So, um, listen, this is so this is so important. Never share big dreams to people who aren't able to dream bigger than you. Which means is I was sharing my dream with everybody, right? With my parents, brother, uh, anybody I would contact with because I was excited about it. You know, you know, most people are not excited about anything in life. You know, you watch people and I feel so sad for people because they walk around and they navigate the world as if life really sucks. And me, my perception is life is a blessing. It really is. And I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to live it and to prosper in it as well and to help people. And but in the beginning, you know, I was excited. I would tell everybody, let me tell you something. I got negative feedback from people. You know, you would think that people will be happy for you. Right. But, you know, I would tell them I want to be a millionaire. I would do this. And, you know, I had certain people in my life. I'm not going to say their names, but I have certain people in my life that say, well, how are you going to do that when? You have debt. How are you going to do that when you have bad credit? How are you going to buy that Lamborghini when you can't even buy a Honda Accord? Right? So I would get teased and clowned. And I was always castigated and criticized about my past. Can anybody relate? So you got to be very careful with that because, listen, and I'm going to be honest with you. It affected me. It did. You know, you could say, you know, I know some of you may think you're so resilient and so daunting that <laughs> it won't affect. It will. It, it will. As somebody that you love, that you care about, somebody that you spend a lot of time with, it can be a friend, best friend, brother, sister, it don't matter. And they tell you, man, come on, man, what are you talking about, man? That's not smart. Stop listening to these people. I remember I was in network marketing and I got dogged out for being in network marketing. I had people to say, why are you going to these organizations, these pyramid schemes, man? They're taking your money. Just stay working as a computer engineer, Wes. Just stay in technology. Stop going to all these meetings. You're not even making any money. Been there two years, man. 
You haven't recruited anybody. You're trying to recruit me in this scam. I'm not going to join this scam. Not at all. Right? And the closest people to you are the ones that respond that way. So do this with me. Put your hand over your mouth. Shh. Shh. Don't share the big dreams with people. Okay? Because it's going to cause you to doubt yourself. Some of you doubt yourself all the time. When you tell somebody something that's outside of their thinking or outside of their imagination, you're going to doubt yourself. And many of you that's listening right now, you doubt yourself. You wonder why you doubt yourself. That's why. Because you got people around you that you love, that you care about, that you have a good time with, right? It could be college friends, high school friends, neighborhood friends, your boys, your girls, your BFF. I get it. But these people are very dangerous in your life. They're dangerous to your decisions because they are extremely influential. And unfortunately, some people never grow up. They just never do. Some people want to stay in high school and still have their high school mentality. Some people, they just want to still have their college mentality, right? The hookup mentality, you know, whatever. So some people never mature, ever, right? They are okay being exactly who they are. So you have to be quiet about the big dreams. Keep them to yourself. Because if you keep the dreams to yourself, then you won't be influenced, okay? Did you write that down? Okay. High energy, high income, all right? Number two, I gave up to further myself in life. So in my later 20s, I gave up. I gave up partying. I didn't, I didn't really party, but I gave up going to the club. I gave up drinking. I gave up sex. I gave up... Um, Going to places where poor and average people go. I gave up hanging with friends. I gave up chasing girls. I gave up talking on the phone for hours to people talking about nothing. Okay. And I gave up all those things to further myself in life. Like I know I was a gamer, so I didn't have to give that up. I gave up watching TV. I gave up watching Netflix. I gave up Hulu. I grave up watching YouTube. I gave up a lot of stuff, okay? And let me tell you why. Um, because everything that I was doing before, like at the age of 29 and 28, it was just a distraction. It was all a distraction. And I realized that it was so many things that I was doing that I had to give up if I wanted to further myself financially and if I wanted to become independently wealthy, okay? So I had to give up everything that was poor and average. I had to give up everything that was mediocre. Anything that was almost pleasurable, honestly, or what I thought was. You know the huge dichotomy between the rich and the poor? Like when people ask me, so Wesley, what you do for fun? Because people, if you know me personally, you know I work a lot. <laughs> I like it. But people, when they talk to me, and it appears that I'm all about business and all about work. They say, man, when do you ever have fun, Wes? You need to loosen up, Wes. Like, what do you do for fun? 
And let me give you the dichotomy between the poor and the rich is rich people like fun for me is reading books. Now, to you, that's boring. That's insipid. Right. To you, fun is hanging out, having a drink, going to the pool party. Just, I don't know, going out and just doing some stuff that's just going to be absolutely not conducive to your success. Right. But me are rich and wealthy people. What we do is fun, like Elon Musk. He's so obsessed about what he does. He he has this little tiny home that's right outside of his company, SpaceX, because he loves working. And see, what you don't realize that we love it. Like, we love working. Like, I like, like, I don't even call this work. It's not even work to me. Like, I love creating stuff. I love working diligently, sedulously on goals. I just like working. Like, I almost like the, the activity of it just... And sometimes I like, this is going to sound sick, but sometimes I like the pain and the struggle of goal setting, like working on something that that's failing over and over again for years. That turns me on. And that's the huge distinction between the rich and the poor, because, see, poor and average people, they hate working hard. Poor and average people, they don't want to read. Poor and average people don't believe in delayed gratification. They're like, man, I need it now. Poor and average people just want to drink, want to have fun. They want to spend money what they don't have. They want to spend more money than they have. That's the poor and average people. They can't wait. And, you know, for them, you know, fun is like going, playing some pool or I guess going on a cruise somewhere. I mean, that's their fun. But it's not mine. I don't mind, you know, traveling and things of that sort. But I get my enjoyment from creating companies. I get my enjoyment from understanding the psychology of people so I can help them effectively. Like before I leave this planet, before I die, I will impact over billions of people. Billions of people will say, Wesley, I've heard something from Wesley Virgin and it changed my life. Before I die, you'll see. I will have street names. I will have a statue before I die. You'll see. See, this is what I like. And that's what's fun for me. And many, you know, regulatory people, they'll never get it. Because they think that my life is boring because I spend time at home all the time. I go to the gym in the house. And they're like, that's all you do? Come on out sometime. Come on and have some fun. Come and do this. Let's travel this. I said, no, I don't want to do that. I got to work. I'm busy. And that's fun for me. I, I enjoy it. But the poor and average people, they can't imagine just staying at home 15 hours a day working. Like for months. Not drinking. No sex, not hanging out with friends, not talking to the best friends, right? Makes sense. So write that down. Okay? Wait, hold up. Okay? So then give you rule number three. You got that? So I gave up to be able to further myself in life, and I did. <clears throat> number... Four. I'm sorry, number three. Um, stop trading time for money. Honestly, you got to stop doing it. Listen, you're never going to be wealthy. You're never going to be rich if you trade time for money. It doesn't matter how much money you make. As many of you know, I was a computer engineer in my 20s. And I, I've made north of fifteen to 20000 a month at a job. I was a contractor. And even then, you would think, whoa, $20,000 is a lot of money. Not really. You just think it is, right? 
because you've never experienced it before. But I was trading time for money. Yeah, I was getting paid 100 bucks an hour, $200 an hour, whatever. But what I want you to understand is I was trading my time for the money. Rich and wealthy people get paid for the value. It's very different, which means is I give example. I have a YouTube channel right now. You can type in Wesley Virgin, you'll see my YouTube channel. Videos that I created nine years ago, I'm still getting paid for today. My YouTube channel, passively, and I don't do videos every day. I, I, I make a video maybe once a week sometimes if I feel like it. Uh, my YouTube channel pays me a million dollars a year. A million. Passively. How? From video views and affiliate marketing courses that I sell online. It's automatic traffic for me. I get over 500 to 1,000 leads every single day that we are able to put into a funnel and we just convert them automatically. I don't do anything. But like two years ago, I was creating videos like every day. I was creating like 10 videos a day, right? 10 years ago, I was creating 10 videos a day. But now, I'm kind of coasting, okay? Because I'm getting paid for the value of yesterday. A million dollars a year without doing anything. See, I'm getting paid for value. You, if you don't go to work, you're not going to get that $20 an hour or that 200 bucks a day. And I get it. And one of the toughest decisions I have to make was to quit my job. Like imagine leaving a job that pays you $15,000 a month. Imagine doing that. You know, imagine telling people at your job, I'm done. That's scary. I'm going to be, listen, I'm not going to bullshit you here, okay? I love you, and I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be scary. It is. I was 31. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm, I'm afraid. And let me tell you what I was afraid of. I was afraid of failing. I was. But let me tell you something. I was more afraid of not succeeding. I was more afraid of being stuck at a job for 20 to 30 years. I was more afraid of spending all my time working for other people, 10, 8, 20 hours a day, missing out time with my family, with my children. My children are my best friends. I love them. And I want to be able to choose to spend time with them whenever I want to. I don't want to be in a position that, oh, I got to go to the job. I do work a lot like with my companies now. But if I want to leave, I can. But if you have a job, you cannot. There will be repercussions, consequences, right? So I wanted freedom. And that's what I didn't have. And let me tell you something about freedom, young people. And this is for the people that make $100,000 a year. They have a job. It's nothing that tastes better than having freedom. You, you just, listen, let me tell you something. The day I left my job, and I think I left my job on a Monday. I just stopped going to work. And on Tuesday, I just laid in the bed. I didn't do anything. I just slept. I don't snore, so I was breathing like this. It was 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock. And I have anywhere to go. Let me tell you something. You can't imagine how that feels. Having to do nothing. Yeah. So I suggest whenever you get the balls or you get the guts to do it, quit. Just just quit. Like in 2023, everybody that follows me and that's serious and committed about change, you got to quit the job. I mean, you're just going to have to do it eventually. 
right? It's not many people that's going to make a million dollars while they have a job. I'm sure some people do it, but you're, you, you're, you're not going to do it. It's highly unlikely that you're going to do it, okay? You have to burn the bridges, period. You have to have a conversation with yourself and say, you know what? I'm tired, man. I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm trading time for dollars. $10 an hour, $20 an hour, $25, $30 an hour, but I'm trading time for dollars, and I'm exhausted. How many of you are exhausted? I mean, you're just exhausted. You're still not making enough money to pay the bills. Still not making enough money to be able to afford the lifestyle that you want. You work so much, you have no time to travel, no time to do nothing. And then when you do travel, let me, let's talk about travel for a second. A lot of you know, you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't really understand what a vacation is. Uh, I was dating this young lady and she didn't know what a vacation was. Many of you think a vacation is when you when you go on vacation, you got to do stuff all the time. Got to schedule this, got to schedule this, got to go out here, got to go see this, got to go. That's not a vacation. Many of you, you go on vacation for a week, three days, four days, five days a weekend. And when you get back, you're still exhausted. You know why? Because you're trying to do all this shit. You're trying to do too much stuff. You want to go see it. You know what I do when I go when I go on vacation? I do nothing. I go to the spa every day. Like, you know, when I was, when I, you know, date women, you know, obviously I got to go. I got to, she made me leave the hotel. I got to go, go see this and see that. But listen, when I was traveling by myself and I did it for two years, <laughs> I stayed in the hotel. <laughs> I rarely went out the hotel. I probably went out one, twice a night. That's it, like twice for the for the week. And that was it. And I was at the hotel. I got a spa every day. I, I got facials every day. Got my nails done. Body scrub, body wrapped. That's it. That's a vacation. But a lot of you think, oh, well, no, but if I go here, I want to see this. I want to see this. That's cool. But not me. I want to relax. And if I feel like doing something, I do it. But if I don't feel like it, I'll sleep all day. It's many times I've been to Paris and I just stayed in the bed all day and ordered room service, ate foie If you don't know what foie is, duck liver and it's the best thing since sliced bread. You need to go try it out. It's amazing. I remember going to Paris for the first time. I did some shopping. No, no. Actually, the first day I got there, I slept for an entire day because I was jet lagged. I just slept for the entire day. I ordered food like every three to four hours, and I stayed in the hotel and slept like a baby. Then I went out. I had my driver, and I just went to all the stores, and I spent about $50,000 on random clothes and random watches, whatever. And I went back to the hotel. And I relaxed. Then I went to the club that night, met a beautiful girl. And I know what you're thinking. Which, did you sleep with her? I did not sleep with her. Okay, I'm not a relax. Okay, I'm not a whore. Even though <laughs> I didn't sleep with the girl, but I did meet one. A beautiful Algerian from London. Gorgeous. Oh, I mean, just gorgeous, right? I've been blessed to only meet gorgeous women. You know, God was looking down on me. But listen... Had a good time, you know, partied a little bit and went back to my hotel and went to bed again and went to the spa in the morning here. Does that make sense? I want everybody to come with the word freedom. Because freedom is what you want. And freedom is what you should really think about when you think about your training time for dollars. If you don't have the guts or the boss to ever leave your job, you're never going to be rich. You're never going to be wealthy. And you're never going to feel the feeling of being totally free. Ever. Is that clear? Okay, you with me? Let me give you the last one, then I'm going to open up for questions here. Are you getting value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Comment below. 
And now this is this is the big one. And I want you to write this down, okay? Um, I changed my circle to be the smaller fish in the ocean. So what I mean by that is I decided to be the small fish. You know, growing up, I was always the big fish. What do I mean by that? You know, I was always the guy that made the most money in the group. I was the guy that got the first car. I was the guy that had the most confidence. You know, I was the smartest person. I wasn't even that smart. So you can think about the people that was around me, right? <laughs> right? Uh, I wasn't that clever as I am today, right? Um, I decided that I have to be the smaller fish, which means is I got to get around some big fish. See, a lot of you, you're like guppies in the ocean, and you want to be a shark. But you keep hanging around the guppies. You may say, well, I'm a bigger guppy than you. And it makes you feel good because you're smarter than the people that you're around. You can communicate better than the people that you're around. You can articulate your words better than the people that you're around. You make more money than the people that you're around, right? You got a better job, better career, better this, better education, right? So you're the person that's always giving other people advice. And you think you're smart, but you're not. You're dumb. You, you just think you are. The reason why you think you're so smart because you're not around the right people. See, let me share something. I'll share a story with you. Kind of embarrassing, but now it's not embarrassing. It is what it is. I'm rich now, so I can tell it. I remember going to Vegas because I remember I decided to stop swimming with the guppies. You know, because I was making like $200,000 a year, but it's not enough money for me. Who can live off $200,000 a year, man? You can't buy a Lamborghini. I mean, you, you, I, I guess you can, but you shouldn't, right? So <laughs> I remember going to Vegas. I was in internet marketing. I'm trying to make money in internet marketing, right? Many of you know that's how I've made my money, right? And I continue to make my money doing that. And I went to Vegas to an event. It was an internet marketing event. And I remember watching a couple of gentlemen on stage. You know how it is. The pitch fest. You know, they talk on stage and at the end, they want to sell you on some package, some book, some course, some whatever. And I remember that night, we was all at the bar. By the way, that's the best time to meet people who make a ton of money at seminars. The bars. Because when people get drunk, man, they tell you everything. Right? I know I do. I don't get drunk, though. I don't drink anymore. I don't drink at all. But uh, a lot of rich people, they do. They drink, they smoke crack. It's, it's crazy. That's another story for another day. But listen, so I remember this like it was yesterday. And um, I went to, it was a party in Vegas with all the internet marketers. The One of the companies, they just rented out this little bar. And we were all there just talking and talking. And I made a couple of, you know, I'm a very cashmere charismatic man so i was talking to this one young lady it was a white woman older you know it seemed like older white women they just love me i'm just being honest with you and she said oh man i love your mind i love it's like wesley both of your brains i swear to god this is what this woman said she said like wesley when i speak to you it's like your left and your right hemisphere of your brain are just just aligned you're so aligned wesley and I was like, thank you so much, but I'm broke. Because <laughs> I was broke, right? <laughs> I was talking a good game, but I wasn't making any money, right? So I had a conversation with her, and I was moving on to the next person. And then I was talking to these two gentlemen. And then, listen, this was the life-changing situation for me, you know? 
Because, you know, when you think you're always smart. Now, I thought I was smart, but I was broke. So obviously I was dumb because I wasn't making money. Uh, it was the point of being able to talk well, speak well, and uh, appear to be smart and not making any money. That's just ridiculous, right? So I'm around these two white men, and we're talking, we're chatting. And one of the guys that was a part of the conversation, he had gave a speech. He was making about a million dollars a month. He was like 40 years old. He was doing about a million dollars. And um, another kid, he was like 24, and he was making like 70000 a month. So, you know, we asked him, hey, it's how much money you make? I was, what are you currently doing? Yeah, I got this tennis company. You know, it's digital. I teach. I have these videos where people enroll. They pay me per month. And it's just tennis classes online. And he was making $70,000 a month. And this was like, this is a long time ago, right? And ooh, I was talking to the other guy. And he gave a speech. And on the stage and I was like, okay. And he does about a million dollars a month. And it got to me. So Wes, what do you do? What are you working on? That's what the guy told me. The guy that was making a million dollars a month, right? And I said, well, you know, I'm working on, I mean, I, I'm working on sevendayfitness.com. I'm going to change the fitness industry forever. I'm going to have people working out seven days a week, seven minutes per day to get the body of their dreams. And he said, oh, really? So how's that going? You know, it's going, man. I'm I'm working on it. And let me tell you something. This man looked me in my face and started laughing. And you know how you, it's like one of those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's like one of those condescending laughs. Like, <laughs> you working on it. <laughs> so he looked back. At his at his boy, you know, the other kid that was making seventy thousand. You working on what are you talking about? He said, Wes, don't ever say that again. You sound broke. I swear to God. This guy didn't know me from Adam. Right? He said, Man, you sound broke. Let me tell you something, Wes. Don't ever say that you're working on it. You either doing it or you're not. And this is what he told me. He said, I was on stage today and I was talking and I gave everybody an opportunity to pay me a thousand dollars a month so I can mentor them. And you didn't stand up. You didn't even come up there. It was just a thousand dollars, Wes. A thousand dollars. And I listen in my mind. I was like, a thousand dollars? Are you crazy? I don't have. I don't even have one hundred dollars, <laughs> right? And like to hear how he was speaking about a thousand, like a thousand was nothing in his mind to him. He was like, it's a thousand bucks for you to make more money, Wes. I would have coached you. I would have mentored you. And let me tell you something, that conversation changed my life. It just, because I realized that, man, you know, my $200,000 a year was nothing compared to these guys, right? Because I think I was like 30 years old and the kid's making, that kid, he making 70000 a month, right? And it changed my perception and I realized that I was just around the wrong people. And I think a lot of you don't want to be around people like that because you're going to feel embarrassed. And you will. They will embarrass you. Um, you will feel kind of weird. You will fear like, God damn, man, this guy just kind of tore me a new one. Because that's what I do to people today. When I have conversations with people about business. Now, listen, if you ever want to talk to me about business or confidence, or things like that, so just be, be ready. That's all I got to tell you because... You know, many people that talk to me, I, I just, I'm going to keep it very real with you, right? I'm going to be very direct with you. 
And most people are just fucking up and they're lazy and you're just nonchalant. You're lethargic about what you're currently doing. You're not focused and you're not really committed. You don't really want it. And people hate to hear that. And I didn't want to hear that from that man. I didn't want to hear that you working on it. What does that mean? You trying. How do you try on some? How do you try? Why? It's been seven years because I, I told him it was seven years. He said, in seven years, we haven't made anything work. What the hell are you doing, Wes? <laughs> I swear to God, he told me this. And I felt this small, but I was empowered. I remember going back to my hotel room and thinking about that conversation. And let me tell you something from that conversation. He was right. Right. He was right. And I was happy that I was around those people because it made me feel uncomfortable. And what I want you to understand is you have to get around the people that may make you feel a bit uncomfortable. They will. Right. A lot of you, you know, when I'm go, when I go live like this, you and you say, well, Wesley, how do I find rich people? First of all, you know how to find rich people. You know where they're at. You're afraid of them. You're afraid of the rich. You're afraid of the wealthy. You're afraid to have conversations with them. You're afraid what they may say to you. It's the same reason why you won't go into a Ferrari dealership and attempt to buy a car. Same reason why you won't go to a Rolls Royce dealership. The same reason why you won't book a first class flight. Because you're afraid, you know, you're like, oh, these people are not going to accept me. Why am I in the store? You won't go to like, you know, go buy your Birkin bag and just go. You know, I'm not saying you have to buy it, but you feel so detached from these people. And you feel that we are superior than you and we're not. Right. We're just confident individuals and we just know what we want. But let me tell you something. If you keep swimming with the guppies. You're going to wind up being eaten by the sharks, which means you're going to stay in the matrix for the rest of your life. Make sense? And I don't want that for you. In 2023, you have to make a decision. Say, you know what? I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to get around some people. They're going to make me feel uncomfortable. I know they are. They will. hundred percent. You know how many people I've worked with? I may feel very uncomfortable, not on purpose. It's because I'm just a different, I'm a different type of man. Like I'm a like my companies do between seven hundred thousand and a million dollars per month. You have to understand that maybe this conversation with me is going to be completely different because most people don't even make ten thousand dollars a month. So my belief structure and your belief structure and not and my communication style and your communication style and my patience versus your patience, mine's going to be short with you. Okay, I'm gonna to get to the point. You're not going to pacify me. You're not going to Beat around the bush with me. Does that make sense? At all. <laughs> so, you got to get around the circle. Okay? And they're out there. Listen. You got to get around the circle. The people. That's probably the important, the most important rule that I want to give you. You got You want to be a shark? You got to go swim with the sharks. They might bite you a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. You can take it. Take that bite, patch it up, put a Band-Aid on it, and get back out there again. Any questions for me? Any questions for me, folks? How many of you got value here tonight? Okay. Hey, Hannah. I want everybody to write down the rules again. Why? Because repetition is the mother of skill. How many of you know what the four rules are? It's a test. Let me see if you're, you're paying attention. 
because more than more than 80% of you are not paying attention. You think you are, but you're not because you're not writing it down. And if you did write it down, well, write down the four rules right now. If you can hear my voice, write them down. Let me see. Let me see if you are actually paying attention here. I'm just curious. I see where you are paying attention here. Hey, Steph, how are you? Very good. But I want you to look below and notice how many people actually commented below the rules and how many people did not. 64 people. Not even 10%. You're with them. You get it? You see why the gap between the poor and average and the rich is so broad so far. Get it? Because what's easy to do, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. Like it's easy to write down the four rules. It's easy to take notes. But it's also easy not to do it. And unfortunately, many of you just won't do it. You know why? Because you think it's trivial. You say, well, it's not that important, Wes. Come on. I mean, it's not a big deal. And I'm here to tell you that everything is a big deal especially the small trivial things that you think is not a big deal at all. It is, it's a big deal. You'll see. You'll see as you continue to live and as things um, metabolize in your life, you'll see it happen. Any questions for me here, comment below here. I want to answer some questions here tonight. If you want to go live with me, make sure your camera's on. I need to be able to see you. But if you have a question, comment your question below. Make sure you use correct English and grammar, okay? If you don't do that, I'm not going to answer your question. I'm going to ignore it, okay? Questions for me here. Mm, I see more of you now. Now, now, now you want to leave a comment below, huh? After I made you feel guilty, that's what I do. But you shouldn't feel guilty if we just did it. <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty if you just take action, right? <laughs> Say, oh, man, I should have did it. Should have, would have, could have. What's next? Talk to me. Questions for me here. Look at that view. Wow. Am I blessed or what? Question. Question, please. Questions for me, please. Any question about the four rules that I just handed to you? And the reason why I want you to ask question here is be questions because I want to ensure that 2023 is going to be productive for you. And I want it to be progressive. Okay? And, and it won't be progressive if you don't ask questions. Make sense? So this is your time. Don't blow it. Do you got duplexes, Wes? No, I do not. Questions here. Talk to me. Hey, Witty, how are you? Hey, Tina. Hey, Corinne. Hey, Samara. What's going on? Adiz Tours, how are you? Hey, Dylan. Any questions for me? Speak up. 
Just how that TikTok video go. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Can you repeat the four rules? I just joined. Nope. You need to scroll through. You have your family and your friends that is on this live right now. They're, they um, they come in it below. So scroll up. What was number two? Can anybody tell Moolah Marie what's rule number two? Because I'm not going to repeat it to her. Because she should have been listening. Training time for money. What if you're a service-based business? Same thing. I'm a service-based business too. Hello? I'm a service-based business. Hey, listen. This is, this is how it works. You have people that sell and people that don't sell. Which type of person do you think get paid more money? The people that sell or the people that don't? Okay? Even if you're in a service-based business, you have to sell something. Sell your services. Okay? Wes, what are your values when hiring someone to your company? You want to know what values am I looking for? So, I've honestly, I've come to the conclusion that I'm just not going to find anybody as sharp like me, you know. I really do want to find somebody like me. I swear to God, like, I'm a unicorn, and I'm explaining what I mean by that in my business. Um, I'm a great marketer. I'm one of the best marketers on the, on the planet. I'm really good. I know how to persuade people to buy my stuff. I know how to do it very well, right? I know how to persuade people and change their thinking. I know how to do it very well. But now, not, not just that. I also understand the technicalities of the internet business, the tech stuff, you know, like coding, servers, APIs, um, stuff that you're not going to even, uh, I'll, you, you won't even understand what I'm talking about. Right. But I know how to do that. I know how to do integration and stuff like this. Right. Um, so which means is not only am I a great marketer, I know how to do the tech work, tech work in the background. Right. I know how to make the connection. To, I know how to do all this stuff, all the techie stuff that people don't want to do. Um, I know how to do it very well. OK. And it'd be great to find somebody like that. So I already understand. I'm not going to I'm not going to find somebody like that. I mean, not like me. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm a unicorn. You know, it's hard to find unicorns, man. So um, when I do look for people, it depends on what department I'm hiring for. Salespeople, I like to hire people who have the gift of the gab, you know, and you just know, I mean, people that can speak well, people that are convincing. I love people with high energy as well, right? Customer service support, uh, we typically don't hire, we outsource that stuff, but. Um, yeah, honestly, I just, I love people that can sell because I'm a great salesperson. I'm a salesman at heart. So I love a salesperson. I love a person with a positive attitude and you don't have to be that smart. You don't have to be that so intellectual. I, I mean, I would love to find somebody super, super smart in my business and bring them on board, but it's very, very difficult because usually those people, they will start their own companies, but, um, I mean, I got some bright people that work for me as well, but, you know, you're always looking for, like, just geniuses, of course. So, yeah, that's what I look for. People that can sell. 
questions, please. Questions for me. Talk to me. That was a good question, by the way. It's a great one. Get rich now. Why are what are some skills one should grasp in order to ameliorate their income? To double their income, trouble. Um, so it's so funny you asked that question. Is because I I was going to do a um, I was going to do this rant about money, about income, and increasing your income. So let's talk about income for a second, um, really briefly here. How many of you want to raise your income? Right? Almost everybody, obviously. Let me tell you something about income. Or even the money you make per month. You will not make more money beyond your self-image. Let me say it again. You will not make more than what your self-image can handle. So everybody has beliefs about the type of money that they should earn. Right? They just... They just, you know, they just, I give you an example. When I used to look for jobs, I was always looking for a particular job that I felt that I can do. And I would look for like thirty, forty thousand dollars jobs. That's it. Because my self image, it wasn't like my thermostat, it's almost like a thermostat, right? Um, even though I wanted my thermostat to be at 90. Um, you know, I wanted to operate at 90, you know, make a ton of money. My temperature was at 70 degrees, if not lower. Right? Um, so, and whenever I would think I, I could, you know, somebody would open up the windows and, it, and then it would drop the temperature back down to 70 again, right? So, what I'm saying is, when I used to look for jobs, I was never looking for the jobs as vice president. I was never looking for the job to be a president or the CTO or the CIO or, you know, the big manager or whatever. Like, never. And the question is, why? Like, I had experience. But why did I do it? Let me tell you why. Because I felt, well, and I don't have a degree. Well, I don't think I'm qualified enough. Well, I mean, I've never did that before. I don't know if I'd be the manager. I don't know if I could be the vice president. They're not going to take me seriously. And what you don't realize that it's not because you can't do it. I know many people. I'm telling you, you got some fascinating people out here. And they just go for it. They apply for the VP job and they get it. And never been a VP in their life. But they just thought their way, right? That's just how they think. They said, oh, I can hit this. Because see, it's not, it's all my, let me explain it in a very just elementary way. It's like you're pretending. And I want you to try this one day, you know, for the people that still have jobs. One day I want you to apply for a job that's 100000 a year. Just apply for it. I want you to cater your resume. You can copy the resume, do whatever you got to do to make sure you get an interview. And I want you to pretend that you are the VP of the company. I want you to, I want you to apply for a vice president job, a president job, something that makes $100,000 a year. And I want you to pretend that you can do the job. And maybe you can't, but I want you to pretend that you can. 
And I want you to speak to them like you can as well. Ask the right questions at the right time. And I want you to attempt to get the job. I try it. A lot of you won't do that. Like even at your job now, go for the director. Just don't go for it. Just say, you know, I'm apply for a director. Just do it. The reason, you know, you, you hear people all the time, oh, I don't want to be managed. I don't want to be in charge, man. They get, you know, people talk down on this stuff. And they, and they know they want the money and they know they want the promotion. Who doesn't want to take control of people and tell people what to do? Almost everybody wants to do that. But it's just your low self-image. It's just, that's the problem. Your self-image, if you don't fix that, your income would never go up. Never. One thing about people that make a lot of money, because they see themselves like that. They just see themselves making that type of money. And they don't need any reason. Like They don't need to say, well, I have a degree. That's why I do it. Well, I had experience. You have some people on the planet. and you, you, I want you to watch this movie. Before I, listen, when I end this live here tonight, I want you to watch this movie. Promise me that you're going to watch this movie. It's going to change your world. It's called Catch Me If I Can. Write that down. Somebody write that down below for me. Catch Me If I Can. Leonardo DiCaprio plays that role. Okay. And this man, this boy, he was like 15, 16 years old. He became a pilot with no pilot license. He became a lawyer without, um, well, he did pass the bar, but he didn't go to law school. He became a doctor. He never went to school. But what I'm saying, he pretended to be this, and he convinced all these people. Now, I'm not saying you should do that, right? That's a little illegal. You can't pretend to be a doctor or a lawyer. But he proved to people that you can play this persona. And we're doing it anyway. Almost everybody's acting a certain way. And many people act the way that they feel that other people should perceive them as. Right. But how about if you just act the way that you want to act, like act the way that make you feel superior, not over all the people. You just feel superior. Like just act that way. That movie is a fascinating movie because this man, I mean, he I mean, he's 16 years old, the boy. And he convinced all these people that he was a pilot. He was flying planes. How does he do that? doctor he was a lawyer has anybody watched that movie if you haven't hey amanda go watch that movie tonight catch me if you can just watch it because i want you to learn something about yourself it's okay to pretend to be something maybe you don't feel like you are like i know some of you don't really feel worthy you may say you do but you don't you may not feel worthy of making a million dollars you may not feel that you can do this and Certain people might not accept you. And I get it. You know, men have a big problem with this when it comes to women. You know, they're like, oh, that woman ain't going to never like me. She's too beautiful. She's gold digger, blah, 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 blah. And it's just your low self-image. Okay. Let me tell you something. You can just pretend that you're the shit. Just pretend that you're a badass. Just pretend. You know, it is some truth to fake it till you make it. It really is. Because if you fake it long enough, you will eventually make it. I've seen people do it. I did it. I faked it for a long time that I was successful and I was rich. Like, I just felt that way. And I was acting like I was. And then one day, the money fell into the bank account. Okay? So, uh, what I'm telling you is, if you want to make more income and more money, 
you have to raise your self-image. You got to believe that you can apply for a vice president job. You got to believe that you can be a part of this inner circle or this group or whatever. Right. You have to begin to think highly of yourself. Like I think very highly of myself to the point that some of you may think I'm a narcissist, but I'm not. I mean, I love people, but I think I think very highly of myself. And I'm not saying that I'm superior over people, but it feels like that sometimes, honestly, because people are just not that smart. You know, I'm going to be honest with that. You know, and maybe I'm just not around the right people. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but um, you can pretend to be whoever you want to be. I want you to remember that. You can pretend. And no one will know that you're pretending. No one will know. If you want to act like you're a multimillionaire and, you know, start communicating better and start walking like you have a pocket full of money, posturing in a certain way, that life is perfect, a smile on your face, dressing well, looking well, smelling good, right? If you just want to begin to do that, you can. No one would know that they've stopped putting suits on, looking really nice, looking like a million bucks. That when people see you, they're like, man, who is that? That's what they do to me. Who is that guy? But they was doing that when I was broke. They didn't know. I was just pretending. I was pretending to be successful. I was pretending to be rich and wealthy. Okay? So that's what you got to do. Okay? If you want more money, more income, you have to realize that you can. You can go in any room. Listen, you can be a part of any room. Stop saying that they're not going to accept me in this room. They're not going to listen to me. Stop with this, you know, debilitating talk. Man, I used to, I could tell you stories about jobs. Like jobs, I used to play these people. And the reason why I would play with them, like I just knew I would get the job and I knew how to keep a job. I knew how to make people believe I was really working hard. I just played these people and they paid me a lot of money. Because of one reason, my ability to communicate. I'll tell you something, if there's anything in life that you want to master, it's the art of communication. Okay. Once you figure that out, I'm telling you something. Some people got it naturally. You're going to maybe they get it from their parents. But um, once you master the art of communication, it's almost nothing that you can't have because you can talk yourself out of anything. And that's what he did in the movie. Catch me if you can. He was good. He learned skills. And see, this is what I've taught my son. Like my son, when he was really little, young, seven, eight years old, I would give him a book. I'm going to give it to you as well. And I made him not only read the book, and it's a very simplistic book. Nothing like high level persuasion. And I said, I want you to read this book and I want you to write me. a, um, And I suggest you do this to your children as well. I want you to write me a, a book report on every chapter. And every chapter that you write, I give you a dollar. You do two chapters, I give you four dollars. You do three, I give you nine dollars. And so he he did it. He wrote the he read the entire book in one day. And I ended up giving like two hundred dollars because Basically, if he read more chapters, I was going to give him, you know, how many chapters he read times uh, whatever that number was. So, and the name of the book is called Skill with People by Les Giblin. Because I understood something about my children, right? That understanding people and how to deal with people and how to work with people and how to 
persuade people and how to be nice to people and understand people. It's more important to build in the skill of like, you know, running a business, honestly. Because if you are the type of person that can get people to work for you, if you're the type of person that can persuade people to do all the work and bust their ass for you, like if you know how to do that very well, you don't really need any skill. Right? Ford did it. Henry Ford. That's exactly what he did. People asked him. He was in court. Henry Ford said, man. And they asked him a question about transmission. And he said, how do you run this billion-dollar company? You don't know what a transmission is and what it does. He said, why do I need to know that? When I hire somebody and I pay somebody else a lot of money to know the information, I just need to know the vision. I have other people that work for me that understand transmission, somebody that understands the engine, somebody that understands the motor, right? I don't need to understand this stuff. And he was right. So it's a great book to master. It's a very simple book. Next question for me here. Yeah, if you got a son or a daughter, use it. Now, daughter's a little bit more difficult. You know, my daughter, they wouldn't read any books I would give them. <laughs> they wouldn't. But, you know, daughters are a little sharper. They are. They're a little sharper than boys, you know, from my experience. You know, they just have this drive to succeed, man. I don't know. Like my daughter, Deasia, she, she has this ambition to be better than her dad. I already know that, right? Because she knows that I'm sharp, right? I'm very sharp. And my daughter, she's the type of woman that's very strong-minded and independent. She want to do it all herself. And, you know, she feels like she has all the answers, even though she's only 18. She forgets that her dad is twice her age, right? But still, she's like, I can do it, dad. I can figure this stuff out and I get it. But she's still learning. But, um... You know, my son, it's a little different, right? Had to kind of steer him in a direction where he needed to go. And um, had to educate him about people so he can understand them. Because one thing about my son, I know he likes to control people. Well, I mean, who doesn't like to control people? I mean, that's just obvious. Everybody wants to influence people and things of that sort. So he liked that. So I gave him mechanisms and tools to be able to do that, to do it very ethically, of course questions here thanks for the badge by the way um amber how are you next question here it's less les les what important trait do men like in this day and age uh men oh man what do i start with men i feel like you guys have asked me this question before man 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 You know, men, you know, in this day and age, in this generation, unfortunately, men are just very soft. You know, I'm going to be honest. And I think women will agree with me. Like, they have no backbones. You let women run over you. You let people tear you down. You think it's okay to cry and be overly emotional. You listen to women, too. You listen to women that say, yeah, it's okay if you cry. Real men cry and you believe that bullshit. Men, and this is just my perspective. So many men, especially in my culture, because I'm black, they just like fathers, man. They like leadership. And if they do have a father, the fathers are just a piece of shit, honestly, you know. 
And this is very pervasive with men. They just don't have great examples of what a man is. Make sense? Or what a man should be. Or what a man should become. So um, men are very confused. Like you have men out here that believe that you should do 50-50 with women, which is ridiculous to me. You have men on the planet that believe that you can chase girls and be rich at the same time. Well, let me see. Let me see you make that happen. And let me tell you something. Even if you manage to make some money, you're going to lose it. You'll see. If you make women a priority. You have men out here that truly believe that they should make women a priority. You have men out here that believe that they should put women number one. And the only reason why they believe that because another woman told them that. Hey, you got to put me number one. I'm number one in your life. And you have men out there that have accepted that and believe that. And it's wrong. You should never put women number one in your life. It's always the purpose first. Always. Right? You have men out there. They don't read books. They don't educate themselves. At all. They watch a few YouTube videos. And they regurgitate information that they hear from other people. And they, and, 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 you know the sad part about men? They can't even regurgitate it or communicate it in a way that it makes sense. <laughs> they just talk about nothing. And that's another thing with men. That men, when men get together, they have very futile conversations. And it's about either about women, basketball, video games, or what's happening in the world. Nothing about productivity, success, discipline, motivation. Are doing something that's going to be a contribution to the world. Okay. So where do I start with men? Men just and listen. I'm not trying to give men a. Um, <clears throat> I'm not trying to give men a pass here, but men just have bad role models. They don't have any great role models. Got to think about it. How many? It's not that many men on the planet that are just great role models for men, right? It's not that many. I'm sure it's some, but it's not that many. It's not that many men who have totally integrated themselves. Okay? And um, so men are confused. You know, men, I believe they do have a desire to be better men, but they don't know how. I think they have a desire to want to refine themselves. They want to be wealthy and they want to be you know, work on their physicality, work on their emotional intelligence and their communication skills. But they either don't know how or they lack the discipline to actually sustain the behavior to make it a skill. All right. So that's why, you know, honestly, myself, I do my best to feel that I'm not going to say father role, but to fill that void in men's life. You know, believe it or not, men are my biggest fans, not women. Right? I wish. No, <laughs> no, no, it's it's men. Men are my biggest fans. When I navigate the world, it's always a guy. Hey, man, thank you so much, Wes. I love you. Man, I love your content, man. It changed me. Thank you so much, man. You taught me so much. I did. I mean, I've had men that say, man, I look at you like a father. You know, and sometimes that just, that's very heartwarming. You know, I'm like, damn, wow. You know, I have men out there that actually view me as a father figure. Um, 
So, you know, if I could give some advice to men here tonight that want to refine themselves and want to develop themselves, um, you have to find yourself a good role model. You do. And if you can't find a good role model, you have to become it. Because a lot, I get it. You know, a lot of you, your fathers, a lot of men that follow me didn't have great fathers. They either didn't have a father or the father that they had, like I said, again, was just a piece of shit, you know. Drink too much, smoke too much, beat their, beat their moms and curse and drink. It's just a useless piece of shit, right? It, it is what it is. A lot of men are like this, unfortunately. And um, you either got to become the role model or you got to find one. Okay, and women out here are suffering because they can't find what they call a good man. And I'm gonna be very honest with you: it is a lack of men on the planet that's available for women. It's a lack of men that are just suited for women today. It is. It's more successful women. I swear to God, it's more successful women on the planet than there's men. I'm pretty sure, because women out there they're getting it. And they're getting in all types of ways, but they're getting the money, man. They're becoming very successful people. And men are so far behind financially. They're far behind emotionally as well. And uh, even in intellectual conversation, they just fall behind. And women are just fed up. And um, so that's why I hold men responsible because it's, it's definitely their fault and men I want you to understand something here that <clears throat> it doesn't matter what you've been through it doesn't matter all the trauma that you have experienced in your life you know I hear men I watched the show Married, Married at First Sight it's a funny show you ought to watch it that's the only show I watch right Married at First Sight and you know I hear this man they talk about their trauma oh you know my daddy went to my bed he beat the shit. I mean, I mean, first of all, I mean, <laughs> um, you got to be very careful when you're, as a man, you know, just venting about your trauma. Because my question is, are you venting because you're trying to have this woman feel pity for you? Or you want somebody else to feel pity for you or to be accepted of your behavior? Are you being vulnerable because of just how you feel in the moment here? So it's just like, I don't want to say that men are broken, but they're very confused about what a man is. And I give my philosophy, right? Because I truly, I believe, listen, I know what it takes to be a high value, very productive man. I know. And I know that because of my results, I get what I want. Anything. That's what a man does. A man can get whatever he wants. A man is not crying and complaining and bitching about nothing. He's not crying and bitching about failure. He's not crying and complaining about his job. He's not crying and complaining about the world, about politics, about police officers, about women. Nothing. A man is not doing this because a real man has a purpose. And many men, they just don't have that. That's why they lack in so many areas. They don't have purpose. See, a man without purpose is a man that's like a boat with no oars. They're just in the middle of the sea. And they're allowing the wind to push them to the left and to the right. 
no direction in life. A lot of men are like this. You may have men that make pretty good money, but they have no direction in life. They can't even look beyond their job. They can't look beyond what they're currently doing, their career. That's it. They don't know what else to do. So men like purpose. And this is why um, I do my best to share with men that, you know, I get you want to make money and, you know, I believe you will if you work for it. But you need to find and discover your purpose. You need to determine what your purpose is. And don't ask me, well, how do I find my purpose? No, it's not about finding your purpose. It's about making a decision of what your purpose is. Like, I didn't just discover my purpose. I made a decision of what it was. You know, I didn't go to bed and have a dream. Like, oh, my purpose is helping. No, I made a decision that my purpose would be what it is. See, that's one thing about men. Men, you know, real men, they're very certain when they talk, when they speak. They speak with certainty, even if they're wrong. They stand on their beliefs. Even if they're wrong, but they stand on it, they don't waver. They don't allow people to run them over. Like, you know, a lot of you men, you allow women just to run you over, you know, because they're just sharper than you. They can communicate better than you. They're more well-traveled than you. They make more money than you. And you feel inferior to these women. But it's not the woman's fault. It's your fault. This is why... I ask all men to develop yourself first. Get the money first. Put women to the side for a second. Right? Many of you have, you allow women to have a strong hold over you. And that's a weakness. Many of you men, you get angry too quickly. Whenever you allow another person make you angry, that's your weakness being exposed. The angry you get, the weaker you are. Do you know that at the foundation of anger is sadness, pain, hurt? <laughs> it's a cry for help. Anger. Like when someone's mad. You ever see somebody get so mad then they start crying? Yeah, because it was anger. Because it was hurt. It's a cry for help. So men, you know, men have a lot of little issues. I get it. But listen, like I said before, men, if you're serious about Transforming yourself, isolate yourself. Separate yourself from the noise, man. Take one year off from everything, right? And only focus on the things that's going to add value to your life. Working out, going to the gym, working your physicality, right? Work on your communication skills. Work on your consistency in your business. Learn, read, travel, go to seminars, learn from people who know better than you. I mean, just do it for a year or two. You'll be a different person. You'll be more polished. And then you'll stop asking all these questions about, well, how do I know if the girl really like me? Well, how do I know if the girl really wants me for me and not my money? Like, those are just dumb. Those are like just silly questions, honestly. Real men don't ask questions like that. Never. I don't Like, I'll never ask a question about, oh, that, oh this girl is for me with because of my money. You know, I... I have some women, you know, it's so funny. You know what women try to do to you? Especially if if you're with a woman, like I'm rich, obviously. So if I'm with a woman that wants to be with me and I don't really necessarily want to be with her, I just don't give her the impression that I just want to be with her, right? Maybe I'm just very nonchalant with her. 
She was like, well, you got to watch these other girls, Wes, because they just probably want you for your money. And I'm thinking to myself, I said, nobody want me for my money. <laughs> I don't even think that way. But see, women try to use that, especially with rich men, make you feel that, oh, that's the only reason that women want somebody for your money. And they're there for the real. They're there for you. You know, just stupidity. So, man, you got to develop yourself. One book you should read, All Men. I want all men to get this book. And I want you to share this with other people as well, other men that you know. Go get this book immediately. The Way of the Superior Man. You want to begin your journey of becoming an outstanding man? Because, you know, I, I think eventually I'm going to create a course just for men uh, and for men only, honestly. Eventually, maybe in a year or two. <clears throat> and how to become a high-value man. Um, an extremely high-value man. Go get that book, The Way of the Superior Man, and read it more than once. A couple of things, I give you men a couple of um, traits of a high value just to get you started. You know, a high value man is it's like a stoic. He's very calm. Okay, you have to learn to be calm in chaos all the time. Got to be calm. You know, when people screaming at you, cursing at you, especially when women going at you, just be calm. Even if you cheated, so what? You know, she caught you doing it. Be calm. Who cares? Be calm. They fire you from the job. Be calm. The police officer pulls you over. Be calm. Just be calm. Learn to be calm in every situation. In chaotic situations. And even in situations of celebration, be calm and be observant. Write that down. Learn to observe. You go places, go to a restaurant, go to a club, whatever. Just observe. Don't be the fool out there pouring a bottle down your goddamn throat. That's stupid. That's stupidity. I see this. You know, when I used to go to clubs, just people tilting their head back like some dummies and pouring liquor right down their body. Just killing them. Just don't realize the effects of that. All right? Having a good time. It's nobody going to ever pour liquor down my throat. I'm never going to open my mouth. Like, that's insane. <laughs> to me, that's just ridiculous. I don't know, but people do it. Okay? But don't you do it, men. Okay? Learn to be, write this down, men. Um, and ladies, I'll be back with you in a second. Men, learn to be okay with yourself along by yourself. Learn to be okay. Learn to be okay being alone. Why? Well, because you're going to eventually discover that it's not a lot of men that are high value and it's, a lot of not, uh, it's not a lot of men who are trying to be high value. It's just not like 1% of men make $400,000 a year, 1%. So a million is less than 1%, which means it's just not a lot of men out there that's looking to be exemplary exemplary men. You know, they're not looking to be um, men of excellence. And I have four areas that I'll talk about that men should master. It's only four. That if you master these things in life, men... You will have whatever you want on this 
god darn planet. You hear me? Anything, any woman you want. I mean, you can have the baddest of the baddest. She'll come to you. You know, the women that you think that you can't approach, they'll come to you. If you do this. Money, you have more money than you can ever spend. People will gravitate towards you. People will love you. People would do insane things just to be around you. I know because I'm that man. So let me give it to you. One. Work on your physicality. Just go to the gym, man. Work out. Two hours a day. I mean, just work out. Push yourself in the gym. One thing you don't know about me is before I made a lot of money, that's what I did. I worked on my body. Like from the age of 18 and in my 20s, man, I was working out every single day insanely for hours, every day. Sometimes I do two days. And that level of discipline, I coupled with my discipline with becoming a millionaire. So work on your physical body. Because when you feel well, you do well. When you feel good, you know, when you work out, I work out in the morning. When I work out and I get a good workout in, man, I feel good. I'm ready to work. I feel empowered. Energy is flowing through my body. I'm flushing out my lymphatic system as well. So your physicality, man, go to the gym, work out. You know, make your body a, you know what I do? I, I, I do my, like I want my body to be, this statue of art, just, just this beautiful statue, just this beautiful specimen of a man, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about when I'm working out. I'm saying I want every muscle in my body to be defined and beautiful and pure and just, just very physically appealing, okay? Because I'm a man of excellence. That's why. Two. Money. Okay. Got to be rich, man. Got to be wealthy. You have to be wealthy. You got to do whatever it takes to make the money. You have to be financially astute. You have to be financially free. Free of a job for sure. Okay. So you got to have more money than you can ever have. You know, I'm talking about you got to have the money, a lot of it, okay? Three, emotional intelligence that goes along with being calm and chaos. You have to be emotionally intelligent. You have to learn how to manage how you feel. Just because you wake up and you don't feel that well, so what? Who's in charge, your body or your mind? Your mind is in charge. So if you don't feel that well, say, hey, get up, body. You feel empowered. Oh, I don't feel like going to work. Yes, you do. Get your ass up. I don't want to go to the gym. Yes, you do. Get your fat ass up and go to the gym. Get your skinny ass up and go to the gym. Right? You got to tell yourself. Because many of you, your body's in control. That's why you use the excuse such as, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. And what you don't realize, that's your body. You're allowing your body to control the mind. But the body doesn't have a mind. You cannot operate on the planet based on how you feel. It's not how it works. Okay? The mind has to be in charge at all times. The mind got to say, hey, 
I know you want to go to sleep, but you got work to do. You got to put in two, three more hours, Wes, before you go to bed tonight. I know you're tired. I know you worked all day. Tonight. So what? But there's other things that you need to finish up, so you need to get that shit done. That's the mind. The body may say, oh, Wes, you're horny right now, right? You want to call somebody over, right? Call somebody over and just, you know, do your thing. The mind got to be like, no. But that's going to be worthless and pointless. Yeah, you're going to bust it up, but then what? Then you got to lay up with her for a while, and you know you want to kick her out. You want to get her out of your house ASAP. So how about you just don't do it? See, the mind got to take over. The mind got to say, nah, that'd be a waste of my time, a waste of energy. And it's going to be a waste of my time that I can utilize to build my company and to build my skill towards me. That's emotional intelligence. Okay? Hey, Beverly, how are you? And the last but not least is your communication skills, man. You have to learn how to communicate. You know, so many men just don't know how to talk. You just do not. And the fastest way to speak better is you have to just get around circles and people that speak well. You have to separate yourself from Pookie and Ray Ray. You keep talking to Pookie and Ray Ray. You wonder, you, you know, you wonder why you can't put a sentence together or you just can't speak properly. A lot of you men, you mumble when you talk. You just, bruh, 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 bruh. hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> they do. Men mumble all the time. A lot of men. Sound like Shaq. Open your mouth. Speak like you have some sense. Okay? Get around great speakers. That's what you have to do. Surround yourself with people that speak well. It's a big problem in the black community, by the way. I can say that because I'm black, obviously. I'm a black man. In the black community, black men, shh, my God. You know, black men are good-looking men, obviously. But, man, they can't communicate. They can't talk. God. Jesus. Like every cultural woman love a black man, but they can't speak. They're not, not all of them. Listen, I'm not generalizing. Not all of them. But a lot of them, okay, can speak well. No type of intellectual conversation when they're on a date with a woman. No type of mind stimulation at all, okay? <laughs> all right, so that's my two cents with men. And you can always get my course, The Genius Script. I have a video in there. It's called The Alpha Male. I created that like four or five years ago. It's really good. So you can download it at The Genius Script. And I'll teach you how to become an alpha male. It's very intense, though. So be ready. This is my course called The Genius Script. Just search it online. Hey, Santos, how are you? Questions for me. Mm. Questions, questions here. What's up, Trey Oates? How are you? Um, hey, Chef Destiny, how are you? Rainbow. Questions for me before I let you go. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and I still have work to do. I heard your friend mention it's important to think really big. My friend, who's my friend? 
I have a big goal, but I broke it into chunks. Is it better to just focus on the big goal instead? No, you can break into chunks. It's not a big problem. It's called chunking. Tony Robbins created that. Yeah, you could chunk up the goal. Hey, Bella, how are you? Max the Great West, what is the importance of rereading your goals to yourself? Because just like this audio that you're listening to right now, and you might say, I got it, Wes. This made sense. I love it. I love this audio. I love this rant here tonight. But you still don't get it. You don't. You can't listen to something one time or read something one time and get it. How many of you have read a book one time and you forgot everything that was in the book? Because that's not how the brain works. Repetition is the mother of skill. The reason why you have to reread the goal over and over again because you're not even convinced that the goal is going to happen. You know how I know many of you don't believe that your goals and dreams are actually going to take place? Because you keep asking about it. You keep saying, man, when is it going to happen? Well, how long is it going to take? Well, what am I doing wrong? You know what? Once you just forget about it and start talking about the goal and the dream and about how it's so far and how it's so hard, it happens. Right? It happens very quickly. But many of you just keep talking about how you, you're trying everything. Oh, I tried everything. Nothing's working. And what you don't realize that you're sending conflictory information as it relates to the goal. That's why you haven't retrieved it. Because deep down inside you, you don't believe it. You don't. You don't believe that you're going to make a million dollars. You want to believe that, but you just don't. And I know why you don't, because you've never been exposed to it. You've only heard people like me talk. You you probably seen somebody that have the car, and maybe you know a few people that make a million dollars, but you, you're like, you're not, they're not your friends. So it's just like you're not able to relate. You know, what's in your mind is 20000 a year, 30000 a year, 40000 50000 $60,000 a year. That's, that's what you understand. That's what you're used to, right? So this millionaire stuff is very unfamiliar, even though you want it, but it's unfamiliar to you. So... How do you become familiar? Read the goals every day. Listen, I've been reading one goal for about four years now. Every day I read it. I sit on my toilet, on my throne, and I read them every morning. And I'm telling you, if you continue to read it over and over again and remind yourself who you are and who you are becoming, it will happen. I would tell you stories, but I can't. I get banned. What's next? Um, Wes, how long did it take you to make your first million from your real estate? Uh, I didn't take too long because I was already rich. So. Why are you changing your domain for the Genie Script program? Is the Matrix after you? <laughs> Somebody's after me, right? I've been hacked. Like I shared this in my VSLs. Folks, one thing you have to understand 
Um, it's it's kind of like the situation with Andrew Tate, you know. I know sometimes we think about these conspiracies, conspiracy theories and, you know, we're like, ah, that's a conspiracy. Let me tell you something, some truth to this stuff. You have to really understand about influence. As people on the planet, they understand influence very well, right? And it's very important for the world to be what is called order. So when you have men that try to tell other men what they should do and how they should act and behave so they can become virtuous, outstanding, wealthy, good-looking men. Some people, they do not want that to happen. Let me tell you why they don't want it to happen. Because you got to break rules to be this way. Like to be the man that I am, I got to break rules. And I'm not talking about the law, but I got to break cultural rules, societal rules, you know, those type of rules. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to get into all the rules that, that must be broken, but you got to break rules. But, you know, people on the planet, they want you to conform. So that's why people like, like Andrew Tate, you know, he, um, they arrested him, but I think he's out now. Um, because he's a man that's very intelligent. He's a man that's very aware. And he knows how to articulate himself very well. The people listen to him and believe him. And men do. And whenever you have men, because, <laughs> you know, he has to, he has his own strategies on how he became very popular. But when you have men and men listen to you, as people, they don't want men to become like him. Even though I don't think he's a bad guy. He's smart. But certain people on the planet, they don't want they don't want men to become like that. Just like me. You know, as I begin to accelerate and elevate with my own personal status and branding, when more people start listening to me, of course, which it will happen, you gotta be very careful in what you say. It's even certain things that I can say to you tonight in two, three years from now, I can't say anymore. Just cannot. And it's not about being afraid. It's not about being afraid of what may happen. It's about being strategic. It's being smart. That's all was it about. And fortunately, some men, when they become very influential, they forget about this because they allow their ego to take control. That's what happened to Andrew. It's just his ego. But if you notice, if you watch them, he's kind of scaling back a little bit. But your ego can hurt you. Let me tell you something. I don't care how big and bad you think you are. It's always somebody bigger and better. Like, it's always like that. <laughs> right? It's going to be like that for the... You can make a lot of money. You can be good looking. You can be good with women. You can, But it's always going to be somebody bigger and better than you. Always. And have more power than you to do stuff to you. That's how it is. So you have to know that. You got to realize something. It's not about... Being a badass. Like me, I don't care about being a badass because I know I am to myself. I don't need to be a badass to other people. If they want to see me that way, great. I'm here to be effective. I'm here to actually help people. That's all I want to do, help as many people as humanly possible to know that they have more power within themselves than there's power in the world, that they can manifest their dreams, 
that they can learn how to use their mind and learn how learn how to manage their own emotions about situations so they can be more effective in, in the world. That's it. That's my purpose. That's my goal. That's what I'm doing. Okay? Make sense? So, yeah, I had a little hacker. I'm not sure that's connected to, you know, the conspiracy of, like, trying to take me down because I'm sharing all these secrets to the world, right? Um, You know, you never know, man. But it's all good. I don't mind. You can hack me, steal my data, steal my identity. I'm still going to thrive. That's just how it is in my DNA. You know what's so funny? So the hacker was talking to me like, it happened on Christmas Day when all my systems got hacked. When I say everything was hacked, everything you could think about was hacked. Everything was hacked. Okay? This guy's very smart in computer technology. And, you know, he reached out to me. And he said, Wes, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. But I got to, I got to feed my family. So send me five BTC to this address and I'll leave you alone. And you know what I told him? I said, I'm not going to give you a one motherfucking dime. I said, you can steal my data. You can take down my websites. You can fuck with my merchants or company. I ain't giving you shit. That's what I told him. Because let me tell you why. <clears throat> First of all, you never pay. It's just like, <clears throat> like United States of America, they don't negotiate with terrorists. Because when you give in to a person that tries to extort you or bribe you, you're done. They're coming back for you. Don't ever, you know, you got to just know that. And you have to be willing to go through the bullshit. Like for the last like 10 days, I've been going through a lot of shit. 100%. Right? It's a lot. But it's just an inconvenience for me. It ain't taking me down. It's not hurting me. It's just inconvenience. It's like, it's just a lot of stuff I got to do, right? To get things right. So I'm, I can, I, I'd rather go through that than give you a dime. Not even one dime. I don't care. I, I got to do what I got to do. But see, what he don't realize, he making me more resilient. See, now my systems are more secure than ever before. Now we have systems that are so structured, are so tight, the marketing is pristine. I mean, just 2023, we're going to make $100 million. Just watch. I'm going to show you proof. I'm not going to show you $100 million in the bank, but you're going to know that I made $100 million next year, okay, based off. And I have the hacker to thank for that. Does that make sense? <clears throat> so I'll, I'll say this. You know, man, I want you to be great, for sure. But don't allow your ego to block your greatness. I think Andrew Tate realized that his ego was definitely, um, <laughs> uh, getting the best of him. But he's a smart man. He knows how to readjust. You can tell. Right? Don't let your ego take charge, man. Be strategic. Have a strategy. Sit. It. It's not about being weak. You know, people say, oh, you, you're being weak. Just fight them. No, I don't need to fight. For what? You know, somebody, one of my um, people that work for me said, well, you should sue these people. You said 
sue GoDaddy, sue these people. I said, why would I do that? That's ineffective. That's a waste of my time to go sue these people. For what? What am I going to sue them for? For what? I'm going to get what I want. Don't worry about it. I don't need to sue them. When you sue people, you're leaving the playing field. Sometimes you have to sue people, but stuff like this, no. Come on now. You're leaving the playing field. We're getting ready to score a touchdown. We're getting ready to win the motherfucking Super Bowl. So, And the Super Bowl is in February, right? So, or January. So, I can't leave the playing field right now suing nobody. That's just a waste of my time and money and efforts. Questions for me. Talk to me. <clears throat> Questions, talk to me. Um, is your GenieScript program in audio format and is downloadable? Yes. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Next question, talk to me. All right, I'm looking at the questions here. Is it important to move out of the house first or stay in the same house with your parents and make money? Uh, I mean, you're a woman. So, and it all depends on the culture, right? Because, you know, you have some cultures, they stay with their moms and dads forever, right? Some cultures, you got to get the hell out, you know, but you're a woman. So I I don't know, you know, talk to your parents about that. Um, I, you know, my, if I would give you some honest advice, I would say get out, move out of your parents' home because you need to learn how to be independent. You need to learn how to pay bills. You need to learn how to be a budgeter of money, right? Um. You know, and build your business at the same time. So it's going to make you a more formidable and resilient person anyway. So I would say if you're feeling that way, go ahead and get out. Try it out. Go get yourself an apartment here and, um, you know, build your company. That was for you, Affiliate Rush U. Thank you, Cam C, for the badge. Much love. How do you know if you're going off track when attracting the thing that you want? In other words, how do you stay cognizant of what you're attracting to you on a day-to-day moment? Yeah, so listen, you don't need, Max the Great, you don't want to have paralysis analysis. You know, just do the work. I mean, Kobe Bryant, you know, shout out to my guy Kobe Bryant, you know, he was just working on the basics, right? He wasn't thinking about, you know, what he's going to do in the game and how he's going to dunk on somebody or, you know, I'm on track to win this game. No, he just focused on the basics. Like, work on the basics. Work on the small things that you think are very trivial. That's it. Stop thinking about when something's going to happen if you're on track or not. Just work on the basics. What are the basics? Separating yourself from the nonsense, that's one. Two, reading, educating yourself daily. Three, refining yourself, learning how to communicate. Okay, four, getting yourself some self-discipline, finding, getting yourself some daily rituals and sticking to the rituals, right? See, those are the, and working on your business, working on your companies, on the skill. 
Those are important. Okay? Work on those things. Daily. Sorry, folks, I was yawning a bit here. Wes, how can one be more strategic, have a clear plan in life, and execute, take massive action towards your goal? Man, that's a lot of questions in one in one question here. That's a lot of um, questions there. Uh, how can I be more strategic? So I would say this, Age Turner, just I think you need to figure out what you want. No, you don't know what you want, man, honestly, because, you know, you've been on here on this live even yesterday and the day before yesterday. And I've seen your questions here. And what I believe is, you not what I, you know, what I know, you just don't know what you want. And you might think you do, but you don't. And you might think you do, but you're not clear about what you want. You need to take out a sheet of paper, do it tonight and write down your your first name and say, hey, what do I want? And when I say, what do you want? What do you want with your life? Let's talk about your life and let's be detailed. We're not, I don't want you to write down the bullshit about you want to be a millionaire. Come on, man. That's stupidity. I want to be successful. No. How do you want to live your life? I want you to paint a picture. Your brain understands pictures. What does that life look like that you want to build in 2023? And once you figure that out, then you won't ask me those type of questions anymore, right? Because you can't get a map or I can't give you a map to go anywhere if you don't have a destination and a clear destination. Many of you want to go to the beach, but it's a lot of beaches on the planet. You can't just say, oh, I want to go to the beach. I want to get some sun. I want to get a tan. I want a mojito. But it's a lot of beaches. Just, I don't know how many beaches, but I would think it's hundreds of thousands of beaches on the planet. Right? So you got to be very specific with what you want. Until you figure that out, you'll always be lost. Bro, Wes, I need help. I need an advance for 2500 to get this car to go to go to work. Yeah, I can't help you, brother. And... Some word of advice, you should never ask people for money, especially a millionaire, because we expect that that's what people do to us. How do you identify OQP for, for business? Listen to my live yesterday. I explained it. All right, I'm going to let you guys go. Hey, I love you. Hey, 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 hey. I love you. I want you to know that. And remember, high energy, high income. Keep that energy high. Listen to this audio again. Why? Can anybody tell me why you should listen to it again? Repetition is the mother of skill. You have to imbibe your mind with this information. I know in the beginning, it's not going to make sense to you. You're going to be like, why am I listening to this again? Why am I listening to this again? I already heard it already. I already heard that. I need something new. And that's why you broke and busted. Because you always want something new. Stick to one thing. The basics. This is the basics. These audios are the basics. Listen to it as much as humanly possible. Okay? Because eventually you'll start to think like me. You'll start to speak like me and talk like me and act like me. I'm telling you. It happened. 
And then you will earn more money than myself as well. And then you'll finally get it. I love you folks so much. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love. And let's go.